Cool, uh, we'll get started on this. So um, thanks everyone for coming. This is a session on PowerShell and the vCloud Availability 3 API. Um, real quick session, I'm just gonna cover off um, these things. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm 30 years in IT, originally from the UK, as you might tell from the accent, but uh, now in New Zealand. Um, the, the last point on there, I'm not a developer. Uh, I know enough to be dangerous, I can use Google. Um, and most of what I've done uh, and what I'll show you uh, is based on a lot of Googling. Um, so by any means, if any of you are developers and can help me improve uh, what I put out there, then I welcome that. And the, the blog post I did at the bottom there on uh, kiwicloud.ninja um, has a whole series of articles about the, the sort of setup and configuration of vCloud availability in a service provider context. So if you're interested in that, go check out that, that series. So what is vCloud availability? It's um, converged from sort of three separate VMware products that existed before, uh, availability itself, director, uh, extender, and cloud-to-cloud -cloud DR. And the basic uh, intent is to allow you to replicate, protect, and migrate virtual machines uh, between service provider clouds, but also between a customer on-premises environment and a VCPP provider, and vice versa. And it does all this in a self-service portal where customers can actually control that replication themselves. Um, the third point there, it's definitely not a live migration tool. If you need a live migration tool, you're after HCX, not this. So it's, it's not for live migration, but typically you can stage everything so it's just a power on, power off cutover. Um, so you can do it very rapidly still. Similar to SRM, but it doesn't have all of the DR scripting and automation capabilities that SRM has just yet. They may come in future, but it's not there right now. So what does it look like? Uh, so from a service provider side, you deploy a series of uh, OVA virtual appliances. Um, if you're a tenant with an on-premises vCenter environment, you just need one appliance. And um, really importantly for a tenant, you only need outbound 443 to actually replicate. Uh, so in either direction, all you need is outbound 443. Makes it really easy for tenants to set up and um, you can pre-stage disks, um, and it's got, most importantly for me anyway, a REST API that's actually really comprehensive. So some of the previous VMware products didn't really have an API that you could leverage. Uh, so you couldn't automate or orchestrate much with it at all. Um, they've changed all that in VCAV. So the provider portal looks a bit like this. Um, this is actually a snapshot from our, uh, or one of our production environments uh, as of a couple of days ago. And we went live with this service in May this year. Uh, it was only released in April. And you can see we, you know, we're already up above 400 customer VMs being replicated around the place. Um, every customer we've given this to has just jumped on board and, and started using it in anger. So if you're a service provider looking at providing an easy self-service replication, I would definitely encourage you to check it out. And there's an API. So the official documentation is at that link up the top there. Um, there are a few caveats right now though. Um, not all the calls are documented. Um, so there's some things that you can get out of the API um, that aren't actually in the documentation set and I'll talk a bit about that. Um, some of the documented calls are actually incorrectly documented right now. Um, and I've been filing sort of feedback against VMware for each time I find one, but I'm sure there are still some lurking. And if you do need to find it, I'll show you where you can go to actually find the correct parameters if you find that a particular call doesn't work for you. So the, the API site looks like a typical VMware code API site. 
Um, it's got all of the, the valid published calls listed in there and you can see all the parameters that you need to provide. However, on each appliance, um, there's this C4CLI PY file, which is the actual command line version of that API. And if you need to check the parameters for a particular call or API part and it's not working for you from the documentation, go and look in that file. Um, it's got sections like this, which will actually tell you the exact parameters that you need to pass to the call. And like I say, sometimes they disagree with what's actually published in the, the Swagger documentation. Uh, this one in particular, where it says VCD user there, was originally published in the API docs as VCD username. So I couldn't work out for a couple of days why I couldn't get authentication working through the API. It was down to that. So what have I done? I've released a uh, commandlet, uh, actually a PowerShell module um, at that URI. It's called PowerVCAV, just because I had to call it something, and it works with PowerCLI, so it kind of made sense. And it's very limited. It's got these uh, six uh, commandlets, but these are designed to enable you to be able to consume the um, VCAV API from a PowerShell script really easily and not have to worry too much about the authentication side of it. And it's particularly the authentication side that's, that's quite problematic. So some examples of how you actually use this. So generally you'll use a PowerCLI session ConnectCI server to connect to your VCD environment and then you use the, the commandlet from the Power VCAV just to extend that session into the VCAV realm. And once you've done that, you can connect single site, multi-site, uh, and get a, an authentication token against the, the VCAV environment. And then once you are connected, you can do neat things like um, show me all of my vApps that are being replicated right now and then show me all the data point items that are encapsulated in that replication, and then start basing your reporting or your scripts or your billing from the returns that you get out of that. Uh, there's also a couple of example scripts that I put in the, the GitHub repository. Um, so one is this summary report, um, and it just shows you per org how many VMs are being replicated and what sort of replications or protections those are. Uh, and gives you a total across everything. But probably the more useful one is the VM report. So this gives you details for every single VM that it finds through the API is being replicated. And um, right now there is no capability in the API to report how much network bandwidth is actually being used by replication. And that's something that service providers might want to use for billing purposes. So what this script does is takes the the last number of replication history events, works out the time difference between them, works out how much data was transferred for each interval, and then gives you an estimate of, okay, per day you're transferring roughly this much data to keep this VM replicated. And that figure will obviously vary hugely based on what the VM's doing. And it is only an estimate, and uh, I did put a note in the script saying, for the first 24 hours after you set up replication, this number's gonna be crazy wrong because it's got the initial full sync in that history, so it's gonna be way out. So that was it really, like I said, really short and sweet. Um, and I know the, the sort of audience for Power VCAV and um, vCloud availability is fairly limited in terms of service provider community. Um, but I really welcome any suggestions for improving the module uh, bug reports, issues, um, even pull requests with your own enhancements and code to it. Um, and 
hit me up on Twitter if you've got any of that uh, or want to talk to me more about it. Otherwise, thank you.